Join the conversation at everydaynovelist.com. Submit a question, leave a comment, or a creative death threat. Or find the host at J.D. Sawyer on Minds.com, or hit him up at feedback at jdsawyer.net. We can't do it without you. Welcome to the Everyday Novelist. My name is J. Daniel Sawyer, and I am your guide in this raucous journey of coping with the creative life. Fueled by your questions, we explore the trials and travails of productivity, discipline, art, and finances in the writing life. Welcome to The Questions, episode 1067. Today, Tim asks... If you were going to set up a fiction pre-order, what is the shortest time frame that you would schedule for it? Oh, probably a month. And it depends on what you're trying to achieve with it and what you're doing. It, it Pre-orders are a marketing thing. And even though I have been going to marketing school, I haven't gotten to this chapter in my marketing class yet. <laughs> so I'm not really sure that I have a good opinion on this. I've seen people use... Yeah, I, I myself have used 90-day pre-orders um, with some middling amount of success. I've seen people use all sorts of time frames, but really, I don't think I've ever seen anyone do less than two weeks. And usually it's minimum a month. Mostly what I've seen people using pre-orders for is to build buzz for a coming story that they are able to stoke expectations in front of. Um People who have bought a story that they're excited about are more likely to talk about it, to maybe buy an extra copy for their friends. And, of course, when you have a lot of pre-orders, that bumps you in the algorithm on sale day, which is the other thing that they do well for you for. Mm -hmm. As to how to maximize the buy-in and how to time the pre-order period... Again, I haven't got to that point in the marketing class. Stuff I've seen people do is they, they'll put the pre-order up, they'll announce it to their mailing list or their social media channels or whatever, and then they'll have things that happen during the pre-order period, rather like what you would do with a Kickstarter campaign. They'll release the cover. They'll release a sample. They'll uh, do a Q&A about something about the story on, the, uh, on their blog. They'll do a blog tour. They'll uh, do a behind-the-scenes, you know, this particular scene in this story was inspired by this real event from my life or from world history or whatever. And so they get, they get the readers to buy into the story of the story so that they get uh, more excited about reading the story when it comes out because assuming the story meets their expectations, their excitement is going to spill over then into telling their friends and hopefully putting up reviews and other stuff like that. So I, that's about what I know about what pre-orders are for and how they work. But obviously my knowledge is not comprehensive. Other things that I've seen that um, pre-orders work really well for or work better for mm -hmm. is for new books within a series mm -hmm. or a sequel series to an existing series. Any situation where there is an already an audience interested in this story or this author's world. Uh -huh. So it will work better for you in those situations than if you're a debut author or if you're, or if it's a whole new series in a whole new universe. Mm -hmm. Not to say that it couldn't work in those situations, but it seems to do better for you. Well, you, you're, you're not going from a standing start, which always helps with anything. But we all have to do a standing start sometimes. Yeah. Thank you very much for the question, Tim. I hope this answer hasn't been totally useless. It's actually reminded me of some things I didn't realize I knew, so I'll be more prepared when I get to this point in my marketing class. 
We'll see you tomorrow. The Everyday Novelist is written and presented by J. Daniel Sawyer and Kitty Nakian, and is produced by Artistic Whispers Productions Incorporated. The text is copyright 2023 J. Daniel Sawyer, and the production is copyright 2023 Artistic Whispers Productions Incorporated. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License, and all other rights are reserved to the author. Join the conversation. Submit a question, leave a comment, or a creative death threat. Or find me at jdsawyeronminds.com or hit me at feedback at jdsawyer.net. We can't do it without you. Dateline. The future. Humankind stretches out to the stars. Maybe they go on generation ships. Maybe they live on space stations. Maybe terraforming bases dominate the worlds of tomorrow. In these hostile places, only two things seem certain. With people come conflicts. And in manufactured environments, the wrong kind of conflict will damage your air supply. So forget regular guns, needle lasers, ray guns, and anything else that can screw up your habitat. I want stories where the violence and conflict depend on ingeniously adapting ancient weapons to future environments, where this technological shift solves old social problems and creates new ones, and where cultures and religions arise around those weapons and provide them contexts, both accepted and outlaw, within their societies. Give me swashbucklers, knife fighters, booby trappers, baton wielders, pirates, mafiosos, Robin Hoods, cops, priests, robbers, fugitives, and assassins. Give me swords in space. This is a paying market. Submit your story to editor at everydaynovelist.com. Be sure to use the phrase swords in space in the subject line. 8,000 words maximum, 2,000 words minimum. See you on the slush pile.